0: Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime.
1: Okay, so why do people love my Total Body Bar workouts? Because they work. My clients get an amazing workout and great results. I'm Andrea Rogers, professional dancer and trainer, and my Extend Bar classes are fun. Only 30 minutes and proven to help you get sculpted, lean, and strong. And right now, you can stream my Extend Bar classes for free on the Beachbody On Demand app. See how effective these workouts truly are. Start for free today at Beachbody.com
0: Hello and welcome back to the Space News Pod, a daily podcast for space, science, and tech. My name is Will Walden, I am your host, and recently I got to sit down with Dr. David Warmflash. He's the author of a new book, Moon, an Illustrated History from Ancient Myths to the Colonies of Tomorrow, which is available on Amazon right now or in your local bookstore. So this is episode two. If you haven't checked out episode one, it's really great. And in this episode we talk about all things moon, how we get back to the moon and some other spacey things. So take a listen, it's really fun. <laughs> I guess uh, well, I'm a Mars guy. Am, yeah, I'm a Mars guy. I love I I
2: hope there, there shouldn't be a showdown between the moon people and the Mars. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we're going to the moon sooner, right? Like we're not we're going to the moon sooner by 2024 apparently. To send people. So they announced. So they say, right, right. And you, you know never how many know These
2: announcements that we heard over the <laughs> years, the, anna- the last announcement that said, we are going to wherever and we're doing it by such and such year is in my book. It <laughs> happened in 1961 when President Kennedy said, we're going to the moon by the end of the decade. And then we actually did it and we did it by the end of the decade. But every t- everything they've ever proposed since then has not been on the same time frame. When I was in school as a a school kid, a NASA representative came to visit and said, we'll be on Mars in 30 years, or we'll be on Mars in 20 years. Uh, No, and and we're not there. (laughs)
0: Now the Apollo missions were all sent on NASA rockets. Now we have companies like SpaceX and Blue Origin who have the capability or will have the capability to send People back to the moon pretty soon. Now, what do you think of sending humans back to the moon from a private company rocket compared to something like the SLS, the uh, Space Launch System from NASA?
2: Yeah. Look, one of uh, one of the Apollo astronauts has made this point a few times. I, I'm not. Don't quote me on this. I think it's Charlie Duke, the Lunar Module pilot from Apollo sixteen. I think I heard him say this a few times, but it, it's true. Is that Media are making a big deal about how oh it's private companies this is a big difference it's a teaching but NASA's always worked this way there've always been it's always been a cooperation between government and private industry hasn't it the NASA didn't build the Saturn V different companies built the Saturn V and different companies a company built the lunar excursion module another company built the Apollo spacecraft. So, it's not that much different. Maybe it's more different how they're talking about it, that it's a company taking the initiative today. So SpaceX and Blue Origin, they're saying we want to go to the moon, but they depend on NASA for business. SpaceX depends totally on NASA for its business. So it may be a little different from the scenario in the 1960s where you had a company bidding and this is what we want to do, but now NASA seems to have gone back to that with a recent announcement uh, for what was it, 10 or 11 companies to build lunar landers for astronauts. And Almost as if um, Jeff Bezos of, of uh, Blue Origin, Amazon, had known about it. I th- saw an article on LinkedIn or somewhere suggesting he kind of really nice guess for his timing was great when he announced it but when push comes to shove it's it's it is the same situation it's it's the government and working together with with industry so it's it's not so different than the way things used to be
0: All right, i'm going to take a quick break but when i get back there's going to be more with Dr. David Warmflash Yeah and when i was growing up there were a couple tv stations there's two Four and seven, and uh, UHF, PBS kind of thing. So now I think there's a lot more media. There's social media, there's Facebook, Twitter, etc. And you can get all that stuff all the time. <laughs> Those are the only TV channels we have, <laughs> and everyone was telling us. Yeah, so
2: you're also you're from the New York area. Yeah, I'm, from, I'm
0: are. from upstate New York. So we didn't have okay. cable TV, have HBO yeah. and stuff until I was a teenager. So we were told
2: Stamford, Connecticut. So it's, it's the 45 minute uh, ride on on the express, if you take an express train uh, into Grand Central Station. So first express stop on the train. So we had those same channels. Oh, those came in better than, than the New Haven channels from where we were located. But we had channel 13 for PBS. So I'm in that area of the country that understood that line in the Billy Joel song I forgot which song it was, but where he mentions all your life is Channel 13, Sesame Street wasn't, and people in Houston and San Francisco, what what is he talking about? Channel 13. (laughs) Yeah, I hear yeah yeah, and and the kids now. You said you have a lot of kids watching this. They're thinking, what is he talking about? What's a channel?
0: Yeah, what's a TV channel? They only (laughs) know YouTube.
2: Yeah, but the great to hear how we actually had to switch the channel on the TV.
0: Yeah, there was an actual knob that you had to turn, yes, <laughs> like, yes, yes. and it made a clicking noise. You know, really it, just,
2: you can see that in your nearest museum. Go <laughs> to museum of ancient technology,
0: <laughs> but it wasn't that long ago. You know, like the technology revolution has sent us to great places.
2: It's there with a two megabyte computer that filled two buildings in in NASA that that got the astronauts to and from the moon.
0: Speaking of that, our current cell phones are more powerful than the computers that sent us to the moon. Is that correct?
2: Right, but the things that we we program them to do aren't as cool as as going to the moon.
0: I agree with you there.
2: We're, we're, agree with we're you. using all this computer power to to show our cats to everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? And the... Um, yeah. And I believe the uh, I believe the software for the lunar lander is free available in I believe on GitHub.
2: But yeah. the, the kids, another thing for the kiddos to appreciate is the reason we have these computers. the The moon program was a big part of what drove the technology. This this all started with NASA. The first uh, the first keyboard interface I think was was in the Apollo uh, command module. That that was like a big deal to have, you put in numbers on a keypad that would translate everything into binary code. Before that, there wasn't a kind of computer that a person could use with fingers just typing.
0: Now on your Amazon page, you mentioned something about Luna 2, which is a moon probe. Can you explain a little bit about what that was?
2: Yeah, and you you got a very broad audience. And there does that seem there's something in the book for everybody. So I mentioned the calendar the origin of the lunar calendar. I was on I've already been on two different Jewish radio shows because of the the moon being so instrumental in the in the Jewish culture and the origin of it, the lunar calendar. And the recent Israeli mission to the moon. But um, Luna 2 was a Russian mission. Actually, there's a, there's a tie-in with the recent failed attempt to land on the moon by the Israeli organization. It's, it wasn't the government. It was, it, was a private, it was the first time a private uh, organization ever tried to land on the moon. And it didn't, didn't work because there was no redundancy built into it because it was, uh, it was done really on the cheap, $100 million for the whole thing. But what I was asked on both of those shows, well, what's your perspective on that? And I gave a positive perspective that let's compare it to the Luna 2 mission in 1959. That was basically a crash on the moon. They called it a landing on the moon because it was the first time that humans ever built anything to touch the moon physically. And it was a harder landing than the the recent Israeli mission ended up being uh, because they were coming in as an impactor as opposed to the the engine cutting off at 150 meters above the surface or whatever it was. Uh, But it was the first time humans ever got to the moon and the Soviet Union rubbed that in the face of the Americans. So what maybe your younger listeners may not appreciate is the historical setting of Luna 2 going to the moon. Should I go into that a little bit?
0: So that's episode two of the Dr. David Wormflash interview and you can get his book, Moon and Illustrated History from Ancient Myths to the Colonies of Tomorrow on Amazon. And I'm going to link that in the show notes. So click on that, check that out. It's really, really cool. Brilliant illustrations. Amazing, amazing looking book. So if you're into the moon, if you're into space history at all, check that book out. And we're going to get more into Luna 2 on the next episode of the Space News Pod. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me. My name is Will Walden. I'm your host and I will see you soon. Oh, one last thing. If you could go to your podcast app and search for Wayfair, W-A-Y-F-A-R-E and check that out, that's my new podcast. It's going to be a long form, uh, informational podcast about wandering minds. So if you have a wandering mind and you like to learn things, it's for the curious kind of person. So check that out. Wayfair, W-A-Y-F-A-R-E. And hit the subscribe button because there's going to be longer, more content filled episodes. All right. Thank you again and have a nice day. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime.
1: Can I be real for a second?